0: Hello Cryptonauts! Today is August 31st, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. As a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization. Starting off with USDT Tether, settling at one dollar. No, yeah, one dollar and one cent. Actually, let's do, we're doing market cap. 13, $13.5 billion for USDT Tether. Second place, USD Coin with $1.4 billion. Third place, DAI with $453.9 million. Fourth place, True USD with $331.7 million. Fifth place, Paxos Standard with 268.5 million dollars. Sixth place Binance USD with 189.8 million dollars. Seventh place HUSD with 133.1 million dollars. Eighth place SUSD with 100.8 million dollars. Ninth place Stasis Euro with 38.2 million dollars 10th place M stable USD with 36.6 million dollars so looking at the top 10 look what is this Uh, about um, eight of them eight of them are in the green whoa SUSD shot up by 167 percent that's insane they make some money right there. Whoever had SUSD, well, actually, no, you wouldn't actually earn. You wouldn't have capitalized on that 167 percent because it's a stable coin. It was a, a dollar for a dollar, right? Anyways, let's get to. Oh, your uh, total market cap is at 398.9 billion dollars, up by 2.9 percent. All right, let's get started with your top 10. or oh, sorry, your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect the daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Liam Frost, $140,000 of North Korean Bitcoin targeted by DOJ starts moving. Bitcoin, worth around $140,000, was moved today from a wallet that was previously linked to the US Department of Justice to North Korean hackers, according to WellAlert, a Twitter bot that tracks noteworthy cryptocurrency transactions. As Decrypt reported, the DOJ has recently filed a a civil forfeiture complaint against 280 cryptocurrency accounts allegedly used by North Korean hackers to launder nearly $3 million of funds stolen in two separate 2019 attacks. The $250 million North Korean Bitcoin attack The complaint alleges that Chinese OTC traders from an unnamed exchange helped launder those funds. The DOJ also added that the same individuals laundered funds for North Korea in a $250 million hack in 2018. Despite the highly sophisticated laundering techniques used, IRS-CI's cybercrime units was able to successfully trace stolen funds directly back back to North Korean actors, said Don Ford, the chief of IRS Criminal Investigations. According to WellAlert, 12 BTC sent today originated from one of the accounts listed in the DOJ's complaint. One of the inputs of this transaction has been listed by the U.S. government as forfeited. WellAlert tweeted adding that the forfeited address is possibly a Huobi deposit address that received 2.97 BTC a few days ago. The address was swept today together with deposits made by other users. WellAlert added that it is currently unclear who made that transaction. Huh. Okay, next news written by Scott Cipolina. Taurus announces beta Chrome extensions for decentralized apps. Taurus, a company invested in and decentralized technology, has today announced the release of the Taurus Chrome extension in beta version. This extension allows users to use Dapps decentralized applications within the Chrome browser itself. The Taurus Chrome extension is, well you know what, I'm about to download that right now then. You know what, no, let me just put that on notepad. Taurus, hold on, Taurus. Okay, Taurus Chrome extension, copy. Save that, put that right here and paste. All right, save that for later. All right, the Taurus Chrome extension is built on top of MetaMask, a crypto wallet and gateway to blockchain applications. The Taurus team said they built their extensions that way in order to avoid compromised wallets and financial loss. Today while standing on the shoulders of giants, we're proud to launch the Taurus Chrome extension, a fork of MetaMask that's deeply integrated with Taurus, single sign-on wallets, and 2FA, key management functionalities, Taurus said in a statement. You know what's what's odd is that I don't really use Chrome as much as I used to now that uh, the Bra- like right now I'm literally using the Brave browser for all this news and all the, all these stats. I, I've, I've been using it all along. Anytime you hear me... Making any of these podcasts, it's I'm using the Brave browser. That's 100% I use the Brave browser for this. And I love it. Anyways, the extension is also integrated with Taurus Wallet. For a user to access their wallet, a single click from the Google account will allow them to log in directly. Two factor authentication means that a user will then be prompted to authenticate with the decentralized app or the exchange that is being used. This process is designed to streamline users' experience, but the Torsh Chrome extension aims to provide greater security options for its users. Using Tiki, a key management system, users' keys can be split up, providing an added layer of security. Awesome. Next news, written by Scott Chipolina. Coinbase Market Cap's CEO resigns four months after Binance acquisition. What? Coinbase Cap CEO Carolyn Chan resigned today after two years and three months at the company. Her resignation comes just four months after the company was acquired by the crypto exchange Binance. Before I joined Cap, I built and subsequently sold a company that was in the artificial intelligence space. I believe that there is still a lot to be done in AI, so I might go back to that field at some point," Chan told Decrypt. However, in the immediate term, I am exploring new opportunities or industries which need modernizing with technology and better branding. I believe the experience which I've amassed over the last decade can be pivotal to drive real gains in a wider economy, especially at this moment in time of our collective human history, she added. Her resignation follows Binance's acquisition of CoinMarketCap, which was <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> which was announced on April 2nd, 2, 2020. This acquisition resulted in Brandon Chez, the founder of CoinMarketCap, stepping down and paving the way for Chen to take up the role of interim CEO. It also saw controversy after a major chain was made on the site that pushed Binance to the top of its rankings. Oh yeah, I remember that. You know what? That's one of the main reasons why I personally no longer use CoinMarketCap and why I use CoinGecko. Because of that. They were they were manipulating their numbers. Coin market, that's that's a big no no. You don't do that. Anyways, next news written by Adriana Hamacher. Monthly DEX volume soars past ten million billion. Sorry. Ten billion dollars. Monthly trading volume on decentralized exchanges soared past ten billion dollars today, according to the data from Dune Analytics. A pointed out as pointed out by Unfolded. Dex trading volumes in August more than doubled July's figures, capping off a bumper month for the rapidly emerging decentralized finance industry. With four months of 2020 still to go, the momentous pace of development and popularity of DeFi has meant that, in August alone, the total value added almost quadrupled trading volume for the whole of 2019. The number of total DeFi users is approaching 400,000. And the dominant platform is Ethereum-based Dex Uniswap, which accounts for 57% of users. Uniswap hits hit its highest trading trading volume ever over the weekend over 450 million dollars was traded and the dex surpassed Coinbase's pro daily volume for the first time tapping on the door of traditional finance unlike their centralized counterparts dexes use smart contracts for transactions they allow users to avoid hurdles like know your customer verifications and enable them to retain custody of their coins meanwhile dex liquidity providers are rewarded with transaction fees that would otherwise go to centralized exchanges These attractions have led to a surge in popularity for DeFi applications and tokens together with the use of DEXs. Increasingly, users are locking up crypto in DeFi applications and using it to create liquidity or to gain a return or yield with the jurisdiction application of DeFi tools. The amount of crypto locked in DeFi topped $8 billion over the weekend doubling over the past month. Wow. We are in a bull market. That's that's all there is to be said. Next News Written by Will Heesman Bitcoin holder loses $16 million in Bitcoin to well-known scam. What? A year-old GitHub thread dedicated to Electrum-based phishing hack sprang back to life yesterday when a user claimed to have had $1,400 BTC worth $16 million stolen after falling for an old trick. I had 1,400 BTC in a wallet that I had not accessed since 2017," explained the Bitcoin holder. "I foolishly installed the old version of the Electrum wallet. My coins propagated. No, really? My coins propagated. I attempted to transfer about one BTC. However, I was unable to proceed. A pop-up displaying stated I was required to, I was required to update my security prior to being able to transfer funds." He said. He added, "No." According to the luckless holder, the update immediately triggered a mass transfer of funds to an unknown address, assumed to be the scammers. No, an old Electrum exploit. But while the sheer breadth of the loss has garnered headline news, this exploit isn't anything new. Speaking to Decrypt, Electrum developer Thomas Voogflin confirmed that the phishing attack used is one that's been floating around since late 2018. The warning that has been on display on our website for the last 18 months said (laughs) Vlogethlin. The the user was scanned because he used old software, susceptible to phishing, he added. Oh man, that's unfortunate. (sighs) That's all bad. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Cardano's stablecoin will be better than MakerDAO, says Hoskinson. IOHK CEO Charles Hoskinson revealed details of the company's plans to move into Ethereum's decentralized finance space in a YouTube video yesterday. During an Ask Me Anything session, Hoskinson said that he had become very obsessed with DeFi lately, which resulted in hundreds of pages of reports, lots of interviews and discussions. He added that. IOHK is also researching some of the most popular DeFi thing and some of it already started to leak out despite the company's best efforts to keep it under wraps for now for example we partnered with Ambrugo and we're right now working on the logistics of a stablecoin with them that we're going to be building first on Ergo to verify everything works correctly and then we'll pull it, pull it over into Cardano And this is going to be an algorithmic stablecoin, said Hoskinson adding. We think it'll be significant better than MakerDAO. And this is just one of many DeFi things that are going on right now, Hoskinson hinted, although adding the company will not announce anything yet. Since the DeFi space is currently booming and the total dollar value locked on various DeFi platforms is nearing $8 billion, there's a lot of competition yet. This is not really a challenge, but more of an advantage for Cardano, according to Hoskinson. All right. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Tron's Justin Sun Creates DeFi Meme Coin, names it after himself. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Justin Sun, the flamboyant CEO of Tron Blockchain and relentlessly marketer today, marketer? Marketer today announced his latest product, a DeFi meme coin named after his own sunny self. Mining for Sun, his new coin will commence on September 2nd, and the coin will officially launch on September 16th, which Sun has christened "Christened Sun Day." September 16th is, in fact, a Wednesday. Sigh. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, jeez. Sun will power Sun Finance, a DeFi smart contract for which the de- de- details are scant. It looks like Sun is another yield farming token, governance token issued as reward for staking crypto in its smart contracts, only this time on the Tron blockchain. Governance tokens are the new hot thing in crypto and largely responsible for the enormous DeFi boom of 2020, an industry into which investors have poured over $9 billion, much of it in the past two months. Starting in late June, several non-custodial fin... You know what? Yeah. not, not No. Now. Next news. Will written, written by Will Heisman. Crypto angel Mark Anderson joins Coinbase's board. What? After a board reshuffle, crypto exchange Coinbase has onboarded venture capitalist Mark Anderson... Co-founder of Silicon Valley VC Anderson Harowitz as its board observer. <laughs> Joining Anderson is Gokul, go, cool, Gokul, Gokul. Gokul. Razaram, Raz, Raz, Razaram, Razaram, an executive at the soon-to-go public logistics firm DoorDash. And former product development led at fintech firm Square Rajaram joins the coinbase board as one of its directors the pair replaces Chris Dixon a partner at Anderson Howitz and American entrepreneur Barry Scholler Anderson's appointment in particular makes perfect sense a longtime believer in crypto and early investor in Bitcoin and Ethereum Anderson has taken a, a Litany Litany of crypto based projects under his investment wing including stablecoin firm MakerDAO, Decentralized finance lending platforms, Compound and of course Coinbase itself. Alright. All right, all right, all right, all right. So given its status as the crypto industry's first unicorn and its current $8 billion valuation, the source suggests that Coinbase is likely to explore a direct listing in which no sh- no new shares are sold rather than the old traditional IPO. IPO not, Coinbase is clearly looking at looking to bolster its base. And with the addition of two Silicon Valley veterans, the tech firm's foundation is looking stronger than ever. Wow. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. U.S. Homeland Security can now track privacy crypto Monero. <gasps> no, cryptocurrency intelligence firm CypherTrace announced today that it has developed a toolset for tracing Monero transactions, and that it has done so at the behest of the U.S. United States Department of Homeland Security. Monero has gained popularity for its privacy-centric design, making it the second most popular coin for dark web transactions after Bitcoin. However, CypherTrace claims that its tools will allow investigators to search, explore, and visualize Monero transactions. According to CypherTrace, the firm spent a year working on the tool set, which was performed via a contract with the DHS Science and Technology Directorate, according to GovTrib. Some $2.4 million was paid out to CypherTrace over the course of the contract, which was inked in 2018 and had a maximum potential of value of $3.6 million. While the tools were developed for the use of DHS to track stolen or illegally used funds, CypherTrace suggests that the crypto exchanges trading desk, and investment funds will also benefit from knowing that they aren't accepting tainted funds and that they remain in compliance with the regulations. Furthermore, CypherTrace plans to add further functionality to the current version of the toolset which features such as entity transactions clustering, wallet identification, exchange attribution plan for the future. And although today's announcements would seem to be a blow against Monero and promise of privacy coins, CypherTrace paints It has a positive for the future of XMR, particularly given that it has been delisted for some exchanges. Analytics is crucial to the survival of privacy coins because if they cannot evaluate risk, some governments could make transacting with privacy coins extremely difficult or ban them outright like Japan, said CyberTrace CEO Dave Gervans in a statement provided by the company. Wow, man. Well, there goes Monero. I, I kinda what, what I I I have a gut feeling that just gonna gonna come up with some kind of code just to make it more difficult to to to, to you know f- figure out these uh, these transactions. We'll see. We'll see pretty soon here. Next news written by the Defiant. SushiSwap takes on Uniswap as Defy highest flying unicorn. A liquidity war is brewing between Uniswap and a fork of DeFi darling DEX called SushiSwap. Don't let the flippant name on the emoji throw you off. Sushi means business. In less than a week, Sushi, SushiSwap has aggregated more than $800 million worth of tokens or about 80% of the total Uniswap asset according to Sushi Board, which tracks the project's data. This isn't just another liquidity pool based DEX that's popped up to compete with Uniswap. SushiSwap is coming to directly take Uniswap's liquidity. Sushi Tokenomics. In the first phase of the project, traders stake tokens representing deposits in Uniswap's liquidity pool in exchange for Sushi Token. In the second phase, traders are meant to migrate those Uniswap LP tokens for the underlying assets and take them to the SushiSwap decks. Positioning themselves as an evolution of Uniswap with Sushi Tokenomics. SushiSwap uses a YAM-inspired interface to present traders with a menu of Uniswap liquidity positions that can lock up in exchange for the Sushi governance token. Oh, what? <laughs> really? Select your favorite dishes. Sushi Party. Deposit Sushi ETH Uniswap V2. Okay. Te- uh, Tether Turtle. Circle Snail. Donald die, <laughs> Spartan Dollar. And umami squid umami you my eth okay okay that's an interesting menu two thousand percent apy for the umami squid apy in these pools currently range from about five hundred percent to over two thousand percent for the highest yielding option the uma eth pool umami squid on the menu more on the version here oh man while many were quick to write off sushi shop as the next token to be to be farmed and dumped to zero. What's happened over the weekend suggests that there may be life for the anonymous backed project. Vampire mining. SushiSwap plans to bootstrap its native AMM by sucking Uniswap's liquidity is aptly called vampire mining. Over the next two weeks, governance token will be distributed at 10 times the base rate of 100 sushi per block, meaning 1,000 sushi will be minted per block to incentivize early farmers. All right, all right. that's oh what their fees are low too 0.05 percent the new sushi swap will function similar to uniswap Uniswap, which has no native token 0.3 percent of trading fees are proportionally distributed to the pool's liquidity providers in sushi swap 0.25 goes to liquidity providers while the remaining 0.5 gets converted back to sushi through sushi swap and distributed to sushi tokens never mind okay so it's the same thing all right Day time lock after reducing the risk of exit scamming by adding 48 hour time lock on admin functions and partnering with Quantum Stamp to officially audit the contracts. Dig Diggin DeFi farmers of the world are starting to treat Sushiswap as more than just a money printer. Elites versus Anons. As Sushiswap continues to gain traction, so does the community contention. On one side of the coin, founders of a public project like Dharma, Xerox Protocol, and Uniswap have openly expressed their disdain for Sushiswap, stating that a successful migration would be terrible for LPs and traders due to fragmented liquidity. Okay. Gambling culture. The long term building are skeptical. Sushiswap's unaudited, high risk, high return nature poses a threat that, as Hayden Adams stated, attracts more people who are part of gambling culture and discouraging people who are here for the social movement but the team sees it differently sushi is an experiment in protocol governance to see if the community is ready to lead themselves zero x makai added they are the ones who have the restaurant they are the ones who this restaurant was open for without them there is no point in pursuing this adventure claiming that the 10 percent of developers share can be seen As a treasury governed by LP, 0 Mackay claims Sushiswap can be a Michelin-starred establishment with quality yield. Alright. Sounds like there's a bunch of fists being thrown around there. Next news written by Adriana Hamacher. Let's take a sip of water first. wonder tool, YETH, promises to supercharge DeFi yields. Launched just hours ago, YETH is a new product from the Yearn Finance stable that allows its users to automatically generate the highest interest or yield across decentralized finance protocol when the stake Ethereum holdings. YETH is a so-called vault which means that users earn yield together. It was voted by the community last night and early signals about its effect are extremely bullish. Anyone who owns ETH can earn the best yield automatically by hodling YETH, tweeted Alex Saunders, founder of Crypto Intelligence Sites Nugget News. It could also mean other protocols find it harder to compete with Ethereum when offering staking rewards, he added. Others predicted that with the advent of YETH, the total value of cryptocurrency locked in DeFi applications and used to create liquidity or to gain a yield would rocket even higher, known as total value locked, TVL. The amount of crypto locked in DeFi topped $8 billion over the weekend and has doubled over the past month. Let's see here. All right, next news written by Robert Stevens. Vitalik Buterin, DeFi yield farmers go brr more than central banks. Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder of Ethereum, is still skeptical of the latest craze that befouled his blockchain yield farming. On Ethereum, you get decentralized lending protocols and market makers. The details vary, but from the important part is protocols rewarding for putting cryptocurrencies into smart contracts with more crypto. Then came yield farming where protocols would give you even more crypto, this time in the so-called form governance token for choosing a platform above others. White earns Wi-Fi, Compounds Comp, and Aave's Lend are prime examples. Gumptuous community members can use these tokens to vote on proposals to update the network, but another reason people farm these governed tokens is because they are worth lots of money. More each day with some DeFi yield farming protocols promise returns of 2,000% a year. Buterin thinks the market is unsustainable. Seriously, the sheer volume of coins that needs to be printed nonstop to pay liquidity providers in these 50 100 percent yield 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 farming regimens make major national central banks look like they're all run by Ron Paul. He tweeted today with reference to the former Libertarian minded Republican congressman who famously called for the end of Federal Reserve during his run for president. Yeah. Let's see. I. Personally, I'm steering clear of the yield farming space completely until it settles down into something more sustainable, he said. Earlier this month, Buterin cautioned investors against yield farming. You do not have to participate in the latest hot DeFi thing to be in Ethereum. In fact, unless you really understand what's going on, it's likely to best sit out or participate only with a very small amount, Buterin warned. I'm the same way. I'm looking at these numbers. It it would be nice to have a little bit in there. But in the long run, I, I I wouldn't want to lose my sleep over it. Knowing that if it goes down tomorrow, because these these are fresh, this is fresh code, you gotta be very careful. With this code, there's gonna be a lot of money being. This bubble is gonna pop if there if there's some bad code somewhere there that that gets that gets that gets caught up in the, in the, in the, with the hack with the hackers. Next news, written by Jose Antonio Lance. Argentines turn to Bitcoin to protect funds during crisis. Survey. After recently suffering one of the worst financial crises in the history, some Argentines have managed to preserve their purchasing power by exchanging cash for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. A newly published online survey that revealed that 74% of Argentines' population believe that, under the current political and economic conditions, current cryptocurrencies are the best possible way to protect their funds. Likewise, 68% of those surveyed considered crypto investments to be extremely safe. The online survey commissioned by Bitcoin market, marketplace Paxful and conducted by Crypto247 featured 1,113 respondents throughout Argentina aged between 18 and 55. The full metho- meth- methodology was not published, but given that Crypto247 is a popular cryptocurrency media outlet in Argentina, the results aren't altogether unsurprising. All right, next news. Written by Alexander Bekrens DeFi lender Aave hits $300 million in flash loans. What? New financial tools like flash loans have pushed Aave, the biggest name in DeFi right now, to new heights. Aave has issued more than $300 million in flash loans since its inception. But at the beginning of July, the figure was just $14 million, according to data collected from Aave Watch. A decentral chunk of that $300 million is from an August 29th flash loan worth $14 million in Dai, the largest ever transaction on on the platform. The explosion of flash loans on Aave shows the huge appetite for novel financial products and the liquidity being provided through DeFi protocols. Aave started life as EthLend in 2017 and rebranded to Aave in January January 2020. It offers crypto lending and borrowing capabilities to introduce flash loans, loans that are only issued for the duration of a single Ethereum block, about 15 seconds. Loans are only issued if the borrower can repay the borrowed amount within one block. Otherwise the issuing transactions from Aave will fail. Flash loans are used by traders in scripted Ethereum arbitrage transactions, where profits are won by purchasing and then immediately selling an asset to a different buyer at a higher price. Arbitrage traders are what keeps prices on automated market makers like Uniswap and Balancer in line with the market prices. The biggest consumer of flash loans is DeFi Saver, allowing users to change borrowed collateral using flash loans instead of paying back and taking out new loans separately Quite an interesting functionality, obviously CEO Stanis, Stani, Stani Kulachov told Decrypt. We also have increased flash loans activity from arbit- arbitragers using flash loans to make their operations more efficient. And lately, for a co- for a combo which allows users to try flash loans without coding has taken off. What are these words? These names? What's going on? Who wrote this? Alexander Behrens, how dare you. Next news, written by Jose Antonio Lance. US stocks outperform Bitcoin as BTC fails to break $12,000. What? As the Bitcoin rally slows down, investors' attention is turning against, again to the US stock market, buoyed, 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 by a series of political and economic developments. After a bullish recovery from a fall of more than $1,200 in late July, Bitcoin plateaued in August. The cryptocurrency failed to break the psychological barrier of $12,000 during the month and mostly remained in a relatively stable band between $11,200 and $11,700. Taking into account today's last-minute numbers, Bitcoin's dollar value appreciated by about 3% in August. It ended July at above $11,300 and currently sits just shy of $11,700. However, these numbers don't compare to the performance of U.S. stocks, which have managed to outperform hedge assets such as Bitcoin in terms of profitability. The S&P 500 was up 7% in August, capping a gain of 35% over the last 5 months. The market growth over the past few months has been surprising, considering that the world is still mired in the same coronavirus crisis that caused the market to fall in march 2020 there is no cure for covid 19 many industries cannot return to work as normal and trading is still restricted try telling that to the stock market and the stock market has managed to fully recover from the fall perhaps due to the u.s government efforts to save the market through a massive printing of money which has allowed some companies to remain solvent Following the printing of $586 billion in March, the Federal Reserve doubled down last week by stating that it would allow inflation over its previous target of 2%. Stocks are overvalued by every traditional metrics and the money on the sidelines will look for worthy investments ventures, Cornell University Professor Eamon Gernsirer told Decrypt. That was back in June. It's now coming to the end of August and the stocks have gone only higher. But Suppose that stocks truly are overvalued. In that case, Bitcoin could prove to be better store of value. That is true. Next news written by Jeff Benson. MakerDAO eyes adding Gemini and Binance USD as collateral. Maker holders have voted to prioritize adding Gemini USD. Binance USD and several other tokens as collateral assets to the MakerDAO protocol, so those tokens can be used to generate DAI stablecoins. As a result, Maker domain team's elected community members will analyze these tokens to determine whether or not the protocol can handle them before the community takes a final vote to accept or reject them as collateral assets. According to the Maker White Paper, protocol users can put up Ethereum-based digital assets as collateral in order to generate DAI. Users can then use the DAI stablecoins like they would any other cryptocurrency or lock it into a smart contract as savings. Maker governance is highly intricate, but the basics are this. Two weeks ago, Maker's governance uh, facilitator polled users about 11 tokens that could be added to the Maker protocol, including Gemini USD and Binance USD. According to Maker's blog, a vote a yes vote would be taken as a signal to domain teams that maker token holders have approved for the domain work with the aim of adding GUSD, Gemini USD, as a collateral asset to the maker protocol. By the time the vote ended today, eleven votes had put up twenty thousand two hundred and seven point fifty-eight maker to vote yes for Gemini. There were zero to no vote. There were zero, no votes, meaning the project now has the initial green light from the community to onboard Binance USD. Also, Binance USD also go the go-ahead, also go the go-ahead with nine votes, expressing their approval to tune of nearly 30000 Maker. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> maker. Mm-mm. That's a good one. I don't know. I'm... I'm I like maker. Where where are we at? Do, 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 do. Are we are we done? I think we're done. Hold on a second. Was that it? That was it. Oh jeez. Wow. Okay folks. Kryptonots, should I say? Cryptonauts? Alrighty Kryptonots. <laughs> that is our last <laughs> that is our last uh news of the day. So with that said, um a few uh, referral links down below one from Gemini, one from Coinbase, and one from the Celsius Network. Two of them, Gemini and Coinbase, are a way to onboard your fiat into crypto. And if in Celsius Network is a way to earn like kind tokens, compounded interest in your like kind tokens um, every single week, every single week, and that's the Celsius Network. So, with that said, Crypto I will catch you all. On the next one. Adios.